everyone, I'm Jackie Rodriguez. This is the Friends with Friends podcast, the one where we explore all 236 episodes of the TV show Friends, one at a time. And I'm joined by my friend, Vanessa. Hey, everyone. Yes, we are here ready to record another episode of the Friends with Friends podcast. Yes, so, so we're on the 114th episode, one with Rachel's inadvertent kiss, which is so awkward. It's <laughs> season five, episode 17. So we're getting closer to the end. It premiered March 18, 1999, with 24.5 million viewers. Vanessa, what happened? So in this episode, Rachel almost messes up a new job opportunity. Joey flirts with a neighbor, and Monica and Chandler have a little love competition with Phoebe and her new boyfriend. Yes. So I thought the whole... Okay, let's start with the Joey and um, his flirting with the neighbor, the hot girl across the way. Yeah. I thought it was so funny. And it reminded me like old-timey comedy of like when he would flirt with the neighbor. He'd, and then he's like, okay, let me go over and try to find her. And he kept running into Ross. And he's like, mm-hmm. what? Like, I felt like that was sort of taken from like older comedy shows in a sense, you know, how Jason used to point out, you know, like that's a certain type of comedy. I feel like that was kind of a nod to that. Did you notice that? I didn't notice that, but I get what you're saying. It's more of like a simple comedy, like, because mm-hmm. that was my favorite moment. Um, it was a quick storyline, and, and my favorite moment was at the end when – when he's talking to, when Joey's talking to Monica about trying to find the apartment and she leads him the way. So he runs back and goes to the correct door. But when he sees Ross there and he just gives up in frustration, thinking that he had the wrong apartment again. I know. And that's what I mean too. It's like, it's like that facial, um, that instruct or that facial, um, comedy of like when Ross's reaction and then Joey's reaction, you know, and it's like Mm -hmm. hot girl. And I just loved how they, they also made that Ross met her in real life down at the mailbox. Yes. And then that he ends up the one going out with her instead of Joey. When Joey is usually the one to like. Um, Get all to, the hot girls. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and then that they made signs. I thought that was hilarious. He made a sign and then they made like a warning. This guy's looking for a hot girl. Sign. Yeah. It was just funny because he, you know, he walks into the girl's apartment and he just says, no, 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 no. And then he just like walks away. Uh-huh. I just thought it was funny. Just the whole thing of Joey, you know, flirting with a girl across the way. And then he sees all of the same doors when he's trying to find her. He's like going to each door, knocking on each door, yeah. asking an old man if he has an old lady in there, asking a little girl if his nanny is hot. Yeah. And it just doesn't go the right way for Joey at all. Not at all. And that old man, he's like, I thought he looked familiar. And, and then I Googled him. So it's Ralph Manza. And he's been in a lot of sitcoms and like one or two episodes here and there. And his IMDb list is so extensive, but it's nothing like, major like he wasn't like um big like uh big shows back in the day like it was just like oh one episode here two episodes there and so I probably like when you over your lifetime you've probably seen him you know and so I thought oh what a cute old man <laughs> Ralph Manz is his name <laughs> so I that was... yeah a simple little role for him I, I lo- know it was cute yeah it was a simple storyline but it was just easy comedy it was just mm-hmm. easy to do and I don't know I wonder if Joey will ever meet the girl or if know, Ross they, continues that no, relationship they never meet her and so it just leaves it at that which okay. I thought was interesting that you don't see her anytime on you don't hear about her anytime any other episode it's just this episode so like it was like simple comedy that was it nothing more significant so I uh. thought that was interesting 
but it was it was cute like you said it's a cute little storyline but that's it but another storyline is um Chandler and Monica speaking of couples that you know are keep going Gary and Phoebe so Chandler and Monica are like the veteran couple now Mm-hmm. And we met Gary in the last episode, the one with the cop, which was, you know, one of my favorite episodes ever. And um, he's in this episode. So now they're starting a relationship. And, you know, in the beginning of a relationship, you're just, you know, so into each other. So you're intimate a lot. You're having sex a lot. And Monica feels like she can't live up to it with Chandler anymore because Phoebe puts it in her head and says, oh, how long did that last for you and Chandler? And Monica's like, it's still lasting, you know, mm-hmm. she's so competitive, which I thought was just silly. Yeah. But it's it's interesting how it ends because Monica gets all crazy and competitive. And then Chandler is the one who has to calm her down and the roles are reversed. And so he has to kind of talk her out of like her acting crazy about like being all sexual all the time, you know, and so I thought that was interesting how they flipped the roles. Yeah, I definitely think Monica needs to get over her whole competition I know. like personality. Like life is not a, her though. Yeah. Yeah. I get life is not a competition, but I guess she <laughs> is a competitive person. Right. So I don't know. It's just a quirky thing of Monica that I was like, just worry about your own relationship. Yeah. But it's just so funny how I also noticed that, you know, Phoebe's like super obsessed with Gary as she should be in a new relationship. Yeah. And the whole convincing of, you know, trying to convince Phoebe that her relationship is still on fire with Chandler and, you know, they start getting into it. But it's funny how the guys don't care. Chandler and Gary are getting along. Chandler has a fake badge that Gary oh, gave him. <laughs> I thought that was so cute. Yeah. I was just like, they all want to go hang out with him because he thinks he's cool because he's an NYPD cop, which is a respectable, you know, respectable job, you know, to have. But Yeah. And I tried looking up, you know, when Phoebe says, you know, they, they broke section seven, section 12, paragraph seven of the criminal code. And it was having, you know, sex at public park at a park but i tried looking it up and apparently someone else in the friends universe also tried looking this up because the first thing i saw was um this it said section 12 paragraph 7 of the criminal code is threats of violence with intent to obtain a confession or information of a crime and they said this basically means that Phoebe likely threatened to beat up Gary instead of trying to, you know, have intimate relationships with him oh. in a park. <laughs> so, Wait, so it doesn't mean sex in public. It means a threat of violence. So they yes. labeled they labeled the code the wrong. They said the wrong code. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if there's any like friends of the police force that are listening maybe you guys can tell us if this was changed or what it really is because I probably didn't try hard enough and once I saw someone else googled it I said okay I'm not the only one (laughs) well sometimes these codes and these laws and stuff that's why we have lawyers to interpret all these things because for us regular folks that aren't in like that verbatim and language it's like when doctors speak you know we all have this kind of speak in our jobs you know when I'm in broadcast when I talk about a thought or a vote a lot of people don't know what that is I mean you know what it is because we're in broadcast you know so it's so it's 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 different wording so maybe somebody out there you know can actually look up and see where to go for this yeah. <laughs> what it means. 
Yeah, they, they know the whole code. So we'll see if anyone's out there, you know, give yeah. us a holler. <laughs> yeah, and they're building this relationship too for Phoebe. Like, okay, we haven't seen her in a relationship in a while. It's been kind of one-offs, but, you know, Gary is in a few more episodes. And so, well, I, I know how it ends, obviously, but it's nice to see her like consistent with somebody else just for a little bit, you know, instead of just having her be like, you know, the comedic, um, the comedic, you know, timing in, in, or the comedic relief in episodes. Yeah, I think too, because, you know, we, the fans already have seen the progression of Monica and Chandler. Everyone knows mm-hmm. about Monica, Monica and Chandler. And it's mm-hmm. like, there always has to be some sort of relationship happening in the series at one point or another. So now it's yeah. Phoebe's turn to have that relationship with someone else. And, you know, fans already know, okay, Monica and Chandler, cool. You know, the whole storyline of that at one point was one, they were dating two mm-hmm. everyone finds out and now it's kind of stagnant yeah you're just well and that's why I think they also put in that Monica freaks out over the relationship because Phoebe verbally says it to her you know like oh you're already you're deep into the relationship you're in love you're comfortable you know so I think it's cool that they point that out as well because we do know that they're already in love we do know that it's it's there so what else is going to happen? And there is stuff that will happen by the end of the season, but it's it's verbally acknowledged that like it's not a new relationship anymore. So that's why they have Gary and Phoebe. And yeah, like you pointed out, you know, it's like another new relationship. Yeah, I like Gary. I yeah, me too. I like Michael Rappaport in the Friends universe. He's really you know? popular, like in every universe. I feel like, Everything. like my husband yeah. knows who he is. He's like, oh my gosh, Michael Rappaport is in this, yeah. and he looks exactly the same. And yes, he turns age. Okay, so fun thing about Michael Rappaport. I'm a huge Housewives fan. I watch mostly all of them, but um, I also watch Watch What Happens Live after the um, Housewives episodes, and he's on there all the time talking with Andy Cohen. He's a big Housewives fan. And whenever yeah. he comes on KTLA too, we ask him, oh, what do you think about Jersey Housewives? What do you think about this and that? And so he's just a likable dude, even when he's doing his interviews. And so I think like he's just a likable guy and he plays these likable people. And I think a lot of people just know his regular personality. And plus he's kind of, act- he's really active on social media. And so um, he it just tells it how it is. And he's just, a, he's just a cool dude, seems like. So that's how yeah. he you know, keeps his career in Hollywood is like if you're a cool dude people keep employing you (laughs) yeah and I think too like I'm not 100% sure but my husband listens to Howard Stern and he goes on there and he gives some commentary on The Bachelor so I'm watching The Bachelor Bachelor my husband is sitting there on the couch with me but you know he subconsciously pays attention but I think to Howard and Michael give him more insight as to What is happening on the show? Oh, I didn't know he watches The Bachelor. So he watches The Bachelor so. and The Housewife. I think so. I mean, I have to confirm, but I know he goes on there and gives commentary of some sort. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. That's cool. I'll have to check that out, Michael Rapport, about yeah, that. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure, but I, something he goes on there for some commentary. Yeah. All right. Well, let's take a break. And when we come back, it's Rachel's new opportunity at Ralph Lauren. We'll talk about her inadvertent kiss, what the episode's named after when we come back. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. 
Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. And we're back. So, speaking of new relationships, Rachel has a job opportunity with Ralph Lawrence. So, she's at Bloomingdale's, and now she has a job opportunity to switch. But in her job interview, she messes up because she accidentally kisses the interviewee, Mr. Zellner, her boss, on the cheek because she thought he was going in for like um, a hug or reaching. He was reaching for the door, and she was standing in front of the door. And so she inadvertently <laughs> kissed him. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is just, when you're watching how awkward that is, you're just like putting your hands on your temples and being like, oh my gosh, this is so awkward. <laughs> because it's like, it could, I mean, I, it could be real life, I guess. I don't know how many people go in there into a job interview thinking I'm going to kiss this man who just interviewed me. No, of course not. <laughs> and then like, it's always so nerve wracking going to a job interview too and like you know like shaking and sweaty yeah. palms sweaty pits like you know like I've been at KTLA luckily for the past like almost 10 years but I remember when I came in for my internships how I started I was so nervous you know and 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 you you interviewed more recent so I'm just like I I can't do it I, I just it's so nerve-wracking yeah I probably interviewed like I Two years after you, I want to say. Yeah. But yeah, it was the same thing. Any job interview you go to is nerve wracking because you don't know if you're saying the right thing, doing the right thing. Oh. But in Rachel's case, it just went way like it went yeah. way too far. And Mr. Yeah. Zellner is actually played by Steve Ireland. Um, he has been inside Seinfeld, Melrose Place, and Sybil. And those are all shows that were currently airing at the time when Friends was. Mm. And his IMBD says that he was basically only on one episode for each show. So he's been on shows, but much like the old man we mentioned earlier, he um, didn't really have like a big role, a big role in anything. So Mr. Zellner, actually she, he stays on, he's her boss. And whenever we see, they bring him back pretty often. So whenever we see Rachel, you know, going to the job, we, we see him there as well, but it's just, it's, it's, um, he's a steady boss through her through her career path and yeah, Ralph Lauren. But I just thought it was hilarious too, because she came back and she was like, Joey and, and Ross or Joey and Chandler, like put it in her head. That's like, of course they want a second interview. You know, you, you kissed him, you know? And it's like, that she mm-hmm. goes back and defends herself. And then he's like, no. And then when she goes back to defend herself, she has ink on her lips. So he's pointing to his lips and then she freaks out, runs out, comes back. And then everybody does the lip thing. Into her. Yeah, so she gets a second interview and then she thinks the boss is demanding sex yes, when he says you sense. have something on your lip and she stands up for herself yeah, as everybody yes. should. <laughs> but she didn't want to listen to him and believe yeah. him that she really had ink on her lips. Yeah, until she came home, she had ink on her lips. Yeah. And then she goes back and then she apologizes and he reaches for a handshake. I know. And then touches. So, so this is so she gets the job. So she apologizes. She points out, you know, she's litigious, courageous, and um, courageous, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and so she, and she, you know, gets the job surprisingly. Like she didn't ruin it all. Mm-hmm. But I guess she has enough, you know, like, like background and everything that he gives her a shot and then goes and reaches for the handshake and I'm like oh my gosh she touches his you know 
his area. It's, <laughs> but I think it was so well played because it looked so natural. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, you know, they're acting. So yeah. Yeah. It looked yeah. really natural and it was yeah. just funny. <laughs> and funny and awkward, but then she just leaves. Okay. See you Monday, you know? Yeah. So at least she got the job, but it is such an awkward interview awkward they just take it to the next level to next level to next level it could have just ended at you know the kiss and she goes back and defends herself but no they had to put in you know the ink on the lip and then the touching of his you know area (laughs) so it's 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 funny to see the progression but it's also nice to see you know a career change for Rachel she's been Mm -hmm. at Bloomingdale's for a little bit you know and so it's nice to see that she's progressing and maturing. And did you notice, okay, her first interview um, outfit, when she looked so great. And like when she walked in, she had these red shoes and they had a strappy heel or strappy um, on her foot. And it was, it was, I wanted, I like, okay, those heels remind me of the Monolo Blahniks that I watched Sex and City and the Mary Janes. But I wonder what brand they were, but she had this wonderful black sheath dress that was sheath dress that was sleeveless and then she had her hair in a French twist I thought she looked so good I was like okay this is a perfect professional look to go on an interview yeah I I like how well I think we all like how Rachel's hair has evolved how her style has evolved like it's only evolved to a young professional yeah Definitely goes with her, you know, I'm going to marry Barry, I'm finding myself, now I'm an established, you know, I'm establishing my career. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because, you know, when you see her as a waitress, you see her as like more casual, you know, wearing the cute little apron and everything like that. But as you see her working at Bloomingdale's and she's in fashion, you kind of have to like live up to the fashion, you know, to Mm -hmm. your job. And so I like that they are doing that for her and the clothing department. And, um, and she looks great. I mean, Rachel Anson looks great in anything she wears, but I really yeah. like this professional outfit that she had on for the first interview. And the second interview, she was just wearing like a button up collared white shirt, but I loved the black dress a lot better, but you know, she looks good. <laughs> Did you have any favorite lines? lines? My <laughs> so my favorite I didn't have a line just the moment where Joey goes back to find the uh, Ross at the hot girl's apartment and he thinks yeah. he's at Ross's apartment and he just he gets all upset and walks away yeah yeah and then when he's going through the aisles and saying hot girl hot girl <laughs> yeah <laughs> I like that one too it was good it was good I didn't have a favorite line that was just a funny moment I like the simple comedy of that, that scene as well mm-hmm All right, so coming up in the next episode of Friends with Friends, Rachel picks up a bad habit trying to fit into her job, and and it's Joey versus Ben for an audition. So if you like us, subscribe, give us five-star ratings, and leave us nice comments. Yes, and follow us on Friends with Friends podcast at Instagram. Until next time. Thank you. Bye. Bye.